Welcome to the Wellness Warriors podcast, healthy living, body, mind, and spirit. We're so glad you're here. So go grab a cup of coffee or tea, get into a nice comfy chair, and journey along with us. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Wellness Warrior podcast. And I'm so excited for our guest today. Our guest is Coach Joanne Mayberry. I hope I said that right, Mayberry. (laughs) I got it right. 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 I I butcher names sometimes, so I apologize. (laughs) But I just wanted to tell you a little bit about her. So she's been married for over 30 years to her husband, Craig. They have four adult children and four precious grandchildren. They live in Springfield, New Jersey. And she felt that coaching and especially Christian health coaching was something that she felt called to and she has found that it's been trans transformational not just for her but for her clients and it's she just has a desire for people to live a healthy lifestyle with healthy habits focusing on the heart mind and body and to Focus on healthy eating, um, the healthy mindset, body image, focusing on a healthy body image, and focusing on fresh foods, and just the healthy habits. And I'm just really excited to just, uh, oh, I'm skipping that. She was a teacher (laughs) prior. And now she gets to do this wonderful thing with coaching. She's a mentor in the Christian Health Coach Academy. She's a program developer, writer, speaker. We could go on. <laughs> she's just wonderful. We we love her. And she's motivation, you know, she motivates. She just um just oozes. Jesus all over everybody. <laughs> um, I one of my um, fun phrases I love when someone is like that is I always like to say your Jesus is showing, and I love that. So, uh-huh. Joanne, um, well, and I forgot to introduce Coach Suzanne Baker, who is here with us. Hello, so all. We're here today, and I'm gonna just let Joanne tell us about some things about what she does as a coach and her approach to, I guess, having that healthier lifestyle because she is a wealth of knowledge and information and inspiration. So, how are you, Joanne? Oh, thank you so much. Um, I, I'm so honored to be here and I so appreciate you ladies inviting me on. 
So uh, thank you so much, and I appreciate that warm welcome. Uh, it's great to be here today. We're so, glad to have you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so thank you. So a little bit about my coaching. Yeah, so when I became a Christian health coach, to be honest, I, I really didn't even know exactly what that meant. I just knew that I wanted to be an advocate for Jesus, you know, and I wanted to um, to incorporate a spiritual journey with others as well as they kind of dove into their health. And the more I got into Christian health coaching, the more I realized uh, that's that's just what it's all about, our relationship with Jesus. And um, I also have seen how much hurt and healing that there is out there that um, that people are are just experiencing, you know. And um, so, yeah, um, I actually am in the uh, the midst of rewriting um, a content that I had written that I. I was ready this year. I was so excited. I was going to publish it as a, as a book. It's called Walking in Wellness, One Step at a Time. But I felt like God was holding me back from something. Um, and then I started reading a couple books. And one of them that really got my attention was called Breaking Free from Body Shame. And um, that just really grabbed a hold of me. And it helped me to see how much people... Um, I'm not going to say men, not men, because, you know, I'm not, I haven't really spoken to that many men, but right now I'm talking about, mostly about women. Um, I have four, four children. Three of them are girls, uh, as you, you had said, and they're all adults, but at some point, and still actually, they all really struggle with their body image. And as I started talking, you know, God kind of laid this on my heart and I started talking with other women all shapes and sizes and ages. Do you know that every single one of them at some point in their life had experienced that same type of body shame, body image, poor body image, and just that, um, uh, just, just a lot of emotion, emotional, almost trauma in, in relation to that and how that affected their food choices and their outlook on food and that they don't experience freedom with food. And, um, you know, that, that really kind of changed the focus of what I started diving into. And I'm actually rewriting my walking in wellness and I changed it into three categories. The first, the first four steps are all surrounding our heart. And um, the Bible verse that I use for my business is John 10, 10. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, I have come so that they may have life and have it to the full. Some versions say in abundance. Yeah. And I believe that the thief is just stealing and killing and destroying by um, diet culture and by um, just what the media says, um, what society says our bodies should look like. Yeah. And that's it, almost impossible for most of us to achieve. 
eating normally and regularly, you know, and um, I kind of like to take it back to where's our heart? Where's our heart? What is the posture of our heart? Is our heart for what our body should look like? Is our heart for what our food choices are? Or as believers, is our heart for Jesus? Because, you know, at the end of the day, God doesn't want to know what's on our plate. He wants, God cares about our heart. Scripture says that God cares about our heart, right? So, um, and David says, create in me a pure heart and renew a steadfast spirit within me. You know, um, so I start off, you know, that this is where I start, like our hearts filled. Where are, what are our hearts filled with? Our hearts filled with Jesus and, um, or, or is it more directed towards our food choices? And then mm-hmm. I, I talk about um, hope and healing and encouraging clients to kind of look into their past a little bit. And um, where are those scars? You know, where are those hurts? Is there trauma? Or, or does this have anything to do with, with our choices? And, and you know, there is healing um, in the word. And, and that's what Jesus came for. Jesus came for us to be healed. Um, and then we talk about Absolutely. is, is food um, an idol, you know, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes we, it could be one way or the other. Like, are we idolizing it in that we want to be so healthy? That's all that we're thinking about. Or are we idolizing it in a way that we are using it for comfort and turning to, to food um, when we should be turning to God for different things? Um, or, or is our identity in Christ? You know, so we, we talk about those different things. And, um, and then we, we, uh, we also talk about freedom, finding freedom. And uh, freedom in, in enjoying and celebrating food and movement and not not being feeling deprived by a diet or uh, that type of mindset, but just enjoying real food, you know, that God put on this earth and um, moving in fun ways uh, and making sure that we move because that's super important too, you know? So, so yeah, that's where, where my focus is, is being like filling our hearts and our minds and our spirits with the word, with healthy food, with living in the abundance that Jesus came for us to live. That's good. I love that. Yes. Yes. That is so good. I mean, I just went to an event earlier today and they had food out there and they were saying oh like that's you know those are protein things with protein in it and they had some you know fruit there and then because of my visual issues I have to have them tell me what's you know there and the my friend says oh these are the these are bad for you here and I was like no 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 I said these are treats so if you want a treat these are treats I said no food is bad you know it's just do you want a treat then these are treats you know and and she kind of like gave me a look like oh okay they're treats you know but right then and there it was already you know 
there saying, oh, this is bad for you. Oh, that's bad. Like, that's how we are. We villainize so many different foods and maybe they aren't the most nourishing thing, right? Maybe they're not, but I have the freedom to choose if I want that or I don't, you know, but I choose not to, not because I can't have that or somebody saying, oh, that's bad. Don't have it. I'm not having it because I know that that makes me not feel good, actually. So I, I'm going to refrain from that because it makes me feel bad and not because I feel like it's a restriction for me. I feel like, no, I know I won't feel good. And then there's something else there like fruit or you know, something that I know eating that I will feel better and actually will taste better to me because what, you know, now that I have cut back on a lot of the sugars, I do notice I feel better and that the fruits and stuff actually taste even better than they once did. So yeah, I love that, that you, um, you know, are focusing in on you know, that freedom, food freedom, and not the diet mindset, Joanne, that's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. The other thing that, um, you know, kind of what you said about, you know, well, that would be a bad choice. And I think that um, often what people do also is they internalize that choice as I made a bad choice. Therefore, I did bad. Therefore, I am bad. And they're finding their identity again in their choices. And that's just not true. Like you said, like, yeah, like when, before we eat something, I totally agree. How's that going to make me feel when you ask yourself questions like that? Is that going to make me feel good after I eat it? You know, and if not, maybe I should make a different choice. Um, Or, you know what, I'm just going to have a little bit of it because I really love it and I don't want to deprive myself. Right. So having that freedom to make that decision. Yeah. Yeah, there we need a um a training a boot camp for how to have freedom. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, freedom, freedom boot camp. You know where like you could do whatever you want. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah. I mean, it does become a big thing, and I can tell you when I get around a group of ladies, especially, and not saying that men don't do it, but again, you know, I'm seeing it in around women is if you like, I'll go and say, wow, you look great today. Oh, I, you know, uh, these wrinkles or this, and then they start like, it, it was almost like they totally discounted my sincere thing that I said to them and totally cut it down and then started pointing out all the things they thought were wrong with them to me. And it's like, again, that kind of leads into then how are we eating? You know, because if somebody says, oh, Suzanne, you look great. That dress looks so great on you. You look great. And then I go, oh, I'm my stomach. I need to lose some pounds. Eventually it goes right there to where, again, we've got that whole diet mindset, diet culture. Yeah. You know, I think that that is something that, like you said, I think especially women do. 
And I once heard John Bevere talking um, with his wife and she was saying every time he paid her a compliment, she would do exactly what you what you're just talking about. Oh, no, my hair. Or, no, I, I need to lose weight. And what? And one day he finally said, you know what? You are really offending me. You are really hurting my feelings. And she was like, what are you talking about? And he said, well, obviously, you don't think I have very good taste in women because I think you're beautiful. And what you're doing is you're. You're, you keep putting me down every time I compliment you and you, you know, and she was like, wow, you know, and I think we do. It's hard. I don't know why. Um, I don't know what, if we think we're being modest and that's what we think we need to say, but let's just accept compliments and just say thank you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I've, I've been, um, that was something a while back that somebody said like, because I'm sort of like, um, you know, other people where sometimes when somebody gives you a, a compliment, you feel a little uncomfortable and a little awkward because we're not, sometimes we're not used to that, especially the way we talk to ourselves in our own heads. Right. Right. And someone told me a while ago, and it was that whole, like, when I say something nice and you cut it down or whatever, it's, you've just totally discounted what I've said. You, you know, it's like, it it was it was like they were saying it was kind of hurtful and they said learning to just like okay maybe you don't know what to reply but just say thank you so if somebody says thank you oh you look really nice today say thank you you don't have to have a whole dialogue to go (laughs) exactly Exactly. just say thank you right (laughs) and the other thing who else are we offending you know we are created on purpose, for purpose, fearfully and wonderfully by the creator of the universe who knit us together in our mother's womb exactly the way he wanted us. There's not one other person that is like us. Our DNA is different in every person. He did that on purpose. And so when we're saying, oh, I don't like the way I look or I am or my hair color or my son, who are we? offending really or who who are we talking against you know it's like yeah. our creator we're saying well you didn't do a great job with me you know when when yeah. he put his, he created us for specifically for us and he loves us immensely um and so what do we how are we hurting him when we say things like that about us you know that's a good point yeah i yeah i actually and I don't know if I put this in one of the other podcasts or not, but I know I've said it before. And I, I, I was like, here, I'm just going to give this image. Imagine you walk into an art museum and you, and one of the most amazing pieces is on the wall and the artist is there. And what if you walked up to that piece of art and went, ooh, that is the ugliest thing Mm. I have ever seen. And the artist is right there. And Mm. I said, well, God made us a masterpiece. So he is the artist. So what are Mm -hmm. we doing? We're doing that. We're walking up to the art piece and going, oh, that is horrible. (laughs) Yeah, true. And when we think about it that way, we're like, oh, you know, Mm -hmm. so, right. 
Yeah. And, and you know, that ta- it takes work to get to love yourself again, I guess. One, because I think that's, well, I mean, our whole world is about, there's always better, better, better. I mean, think about like, even if you purchase something in a week, there's something better out, right? And we are always told, you know, to get the better, everything's got to be better. And we lose that whole mindset of contentment of like, I'm just happy with what I have, you know, and we're, and that's how come I have, I'm doing spring cleaning right now. And that's why I have huge piles of things I need to get rid of because of I always had to get the better, the better, the better. And now mm-hmm. I have all this stuff, right? But we do it with ourselves. So like, even if you, I mean, I've seen it. I've seen people who they lose all the weight, right? And they get the new hairdo and they, you know, get the nice clothes and they still hate themselves inside because you haven't fixed or even not fixed, but, you know, addressed that inner mind thing that's going on and that heart thing that has not been addressed we just fixed the outside of something but our hurt and our shame come from way deeper than the outside that's right yeah oftentimes um healing needs to happen you know and that requires work and that requires that's hard because it could be very painful Sometimes there's things that happened in our past, you know, um, I read a book called food, body, love, the greatest of these is love. And the author, um, suffered with a binge eating disorder and that was created in childhood by things that she was just trying to escape from. And Mm. so often there are those things and those deep wounds that need to be healed and that we have, you know, people have turned to food for And then they get criticized for their weight. And then people say words that are hurtful and, and though they begin to identify with those words and, and they become their identity. And, you know, um, it, it, I have learned it's a lot more to do with our emotions than it is to do with sometimes just a choice of, you know, eating this or that, Mm -hmm. um, And that's why I do feel it's really important to address the heart, because like you said, you can make, you could go on a diet and you can lose weight. Diets will work for a short amount of time, but at the end of the day, they're not healing those hurts and they're not addressing the root issue. And that weight, 97% of people who go on a diet are not successful because the, the, when they stop, they'll gain the weight back, you know? So, um, yeah. And that has to do with physical and mental because a lot of those diets are so restrictive that you can't help, but gain the weight back. That's right. But it also, that's why I love that we get to be Christian health coaches because it isn't just about the weight, you know, it's about so or the physical weight, you know, we deal with like the emotional and mental weight too, you know, and that's what, you know, and, 
you know, we're helping them to just love life and love themselves. And, and that certainly doesn't come from the diet culture at all. And yeah. Well, Joanne, if, if you have a client come to you and, and their question to you is, you know, I just don't like the way I look. I just feel awful all the time. What can I do? I mean, what would you have to say to them, first of all? Well, I think that, again, I would start with their heart, you know, and we would talk about why don't you feel like what, why don't you feel um, that you are content with your body? Who's, um, who are you trying to fit into? What mold are you trying to fit into? And, you know, of, of course, if this person is a believer, I think that that's, you know, the important part. Um, and, and then again, we would deep dive back into the, the heart issue. Like, you know, um, God isn't interested in how much you weigh. He's not interested in your size. And again, God created you. Um, and so kind of going back to that identity um, in, in him. And uh, yeah, just that that's kind of where, where I start. God loves you. God loves you. He, you know, it doesn't matter. He doesn't love you anymore or any less based on your, your size or your food choices, your, or your activity level, you know? Um, but you, you know, you can do things to please him. You know, he, he is pleased with us. And so that's where he wants your heart. Right. You know, that that's how we please him by giving him our heart and not having our, our hearts and our minds wrapped up in our physical appearance. Right. You know, God looks at our heart and not not the outward part. Yeah, because I mean, you know, if we idolize food. I mean, that's going against God, you know, and gluttony and all. But, you know, it's all around us. It's in our faces. Like Suzanne and I were talking the other day. I mean, it's on TV. It's on billboards. It's on your phone. It, it, everywhere you look, there's ads for fast food. There's ads for, you know, women who are in half dressed. And, you know, it's all around us. You can't help it unless you just lived in a bubble. And, right. um, you know, and, and body shaming. I have two girls and they're grown with children and they have daughters, um, you know, I have granddaughters. And I just remember the difficult times when they were growing up and how mean people were to them, like about their weight or hair, or, you know, they always come to me, you know, crying or something saying, you know, so-and-so said something about this and that, and they wanted to change themselves. And I'm like, no, you're absolutely not going to change. You're not going to starve yourself. And that's where you start getting into trouble. And because it can go either way, you can either, you know, overeat or not eat. And, and there are yes. some there that'll just, I mean, I, was super thin growing up. My mom was too, genetically, my dad's thin, you know, and I got picked on for being thin. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's like, why, they would say, why don't you eat a, a burger? Why don't you eat some fries? I mean, how do you think that made me feel coming up as a child, you know? So that's where it starts, you know, people do get really mean. So how do we address that? How do we, you know, say to them, <laughs> I don't know, you know, 
You know, um, for me, I look back at the things I said to my girls and I was wanting them not to feel that way. Then the way they turned out feeling about themselves, I would constantly give them compliments and build them up and tell them they were beautiful and tell them they looked great. But you know what? At the end of the day, what I didn't do, I didn't speak identity into them. I didn't say you are valuable because you're a child of God. You are a warrior because you are a child of God. You know, like I didn't. And so these are the things that I start doing now as they're as they're adults. These this is I think identity is a huge piece mm-hmm. and getting everyone to understand identity, which is not something I understood. So I did beat myself up a little bit going, oh my yeah. gosh, I did like, but, but I didn't understand at the time. And I, I understand it better now. So that's what I would say. These little ones, these big, no matter what, start speaking identity as a child of God into them and speak what God says about them, about us over them. Those are the words that I think that they need to hear. And let's face it, you know, it is hard out there no matter what. It is hard and they need prayer. You know, we need to pray for our little ones um, for sure. But those are the things that I guess um, I think are are most valuable. That's that's beautiful. I mean, that that really just nails it right there. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I once had a client said, He had never um, brought God in on his health journey before. And midway through, he said, God is healing things in me that I didn't even realize needed healing. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was pretty, that was pretty cool to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, that is. And that's the one thing about being a Christian health coach that just, it is awesome because I haven't had a client yet that I haven't seen God move in. I haven't seen one yet that he hasn't done some, you know, thing in that was clearly beyond me as a coach, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. He is the great physician after all. That's right. I love this. I love it. So you, just to go back over, you're writing a, you're rewriting a book, Walking in Wellness. So it's, it's kind of like my dream to write this book. It's, it's part of a vision, I guess I have. Um, And it didn't start off that way. It started off with just kind of me writing. um, I guess I called them like little devos that I would do with my clients that kind of had to do with the focus that we were going to be working on for that week. And so there are 12 steps, which go with the 12 steps on the pathway wellness that I do with my clients. Um, And then they just kind of gradually turned into, I I renamed them alignment assignments, because what I really feel like what they're doing is aligning our hearts with God's hearts. So I kind of renamed them that and I I incorporate that into when I coach clients. Um, Part of what they do during the week is they read their alignment assignment. And then I have questions that they can either think through or journal through. and we we have um, kind of three different areas that we we talk about or that they're kind of working through during their week and um, walking in wellness. So 
They have some things that they work on in walking in the word, which Mm -hmm. includes their alignment assignment. They walk in worship because I think that that's important. And um, I just give them a playlist that has to do with the, um, the focus of that week. And then they walk well in nutrition and movement and they mm-hmm. set their goals um, in those areas too. But yeah, so those alignment assignments and um, just kind of the whole path that I take them through, I really kind of have a vision for publishing that as a book um, one day, maybe maybe by the end of the year, I'm not really sure, but it is mm. something that I would I would love to do. Oh, that's exciting. I can't wait to you tell us when it's being released. (laughs) I sure will. (laughs) Yes, definitely let us know. That could become another tool in my tool belt as a health coach too. (laughs) Right, exactly. I never thought of it as, you know, writing a book or publishing it as a book, but I began sharing some of them and I had some people say, wow, you should you should make this a book. And then more people said that the more I was like, wow, that would be, that would be really cool. That would just be a really cool thing to do. I think. Yeah. I have ideas for a book. It's just hasn't come out yet. (laughs) It's not, (laughs) not quite there. (laughs) Yeah. In God's timing. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Oh, so, so, um, do you, um, have a website you would like to share with the group or um, so I'm still working on getting a website up I do have a Facebook page um, yes, like a blog that I, it's that's called walking in wellness with Joanne okay um, great and then when you come out with your website then we'll we'll be sure to share okay for sure but yes wellness with joanne yes follow her on facebook absolutely she has some good stuff yeah suzanne did you have anything else to ask joanne or or joanne did you have anything else you wanted to say before we get ready to close out i just want to uh you know again just say thanks thank you for having me on today it's been a pleasure oh we're so glad that you you were on here I I was just so excited when Suzanne told me that she got you oh I was just so excited because you're you're just a lovely lady we love you so much oh well thank you I love you ladies too (laughs) yes and if you she's in New Jersey if you need a health coach Look her up on her Facebook page. <laughs> Reach out to her. Oh, well, thank you. And yeah, we're just glad you were able to be here. This subject um, is definitely, this isn't a one-time episode uh, for sure, because it just really is so rampant. And I, but I actually, as being a Christian health coach, now, when I go to things and I hear people say things, I just now immediately have to speak life over them, like right mm-hmm. then and there. Like it's it's like, oh no, 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 they're not gonna <laughs> be cutting themselves down right here, you know. And I think the more we are being the examples, it allows other people to maybe see that they can just be themselves right and not have to strive to be something 
that the world is saying they should look mm-hmm. like or be like. Um, I mean, obviously, that's been after coming out of a commercial diet, um, you know, coaching and realizing how awful that was. I mean, it really was disturbing, honestly. But I don't regret that I got to see the back end of it because it gave me even more fuel to change the the culture from that <laughs> because it is so damaging. And now, you know, to be able to show people there is a better way and, you know, that it doesn't have to be this way. Like, let's focus on what God made you to who God made you to be and what um, the things that God made. I mean, I feel like so many people would never have to go on a diet if they just stopped eating all the, you know, stuff that people are just creating (laughs) in some factory and started eating like the whole food. I just feel like that in and of itself could be, you know, a, a huge change in people's health, but they need people like you, Joanne, and you, Suzanne Baker, and me, they need more people like that Mm -hmm. to, to help this turn around, you know? (laughs) Right. Uh, So, but thank you, Joanne. We are so glad that you um, blessed us, you know, with coming on. Thank you, Suzanne Baker. And if you have anything to say, I don't want to cut you off if you want to say something. I I think that's it. I mean, we just had a great time. We need to do more of these with you, Joanne. So as we grow in our businesses and, you know, and and speaking to our clients, we need to do more episodes like this so we can speak life over them. Yeah, I appreciate that. I love you, ladies. I appreciate you having me on today. Yes. Thank you. you. Everybody go out there and live abundantly. Yes. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Thanks for being here today. And we look forward to you joining us next time.